you know, this is something I forgot to mention, um, you know, ahead of time, but because it's the new year, you know, I'm sure a lot of you single folks out there, you know, have, uh, you know, you new year's know? plans and new year's. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a new year ready to mingle, ready to mm. put myself out there. Mm. So as your resident dating expert, you know, yes. my, my, Mike over here, he's been known to fail at relationships <laughs> quite a lot in the past. So who better to have, you know, to get dating advice from. So here's the thing, guys. Here you go. This is this is specifically um, to the guys out there. So you're dating this girl. You know, you're courting her for a little bit, and she bring, and she invites you over to her house. So to her house. So here's the thing. You go to the house. Make sure, check to see if she has like plants, like indoor plants. Because mm, yes. like I once was courting a girl who had like 50 fucking plants, right? And cool. I knew she was a keeper because if she already takes care of a bunch of other useless fucks, then like. What's one more, dude? What's one more? So you're the. Hey, I'm the useless fuck. <laughs> you're, number, you're number 51? Is that what 51, you're yeah. <laughs> I know you're out there, somewhere out there. Why'd you have? Why'd you have? Why'd you have? Go meet somebody. You know what? I was expecting that one. Maybe I kind of rambled on a little too much. I think I, that didn't land with you. Yeah. It just you, you just need to be poured water on once a day, mm-hmm. and you're good to go, right? I'm good to go. I'm a useless fuck. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to episode 356, inching ever closer <laughs> to episode 360. It's sounding even worse the higher the numbers get. You know well, what do you mean? Like we're like we're like like, like oh we need God. to retire. Why have we done like this? So many, why why have there been so many episodes? <laughs> We like, to have, we like to have a good time man. a bunch of wild crazy guys we like to have a good time we like to talk with music with one another you know we're but, back you know, we're back in quarantine this week we're back we're back distancing we're doing the responsible thing here yes uh yeah so we got a we got a little you know slight uh you know it, it's been a, it's, it's still kind of a slow news week and everything uh here in the beginning of the year which it kind of usually is so we've got a couple of new stories here uh, i want to introduce you guys to a new band uh, that uh, brought their music over to our attention. Uh, so we will get to that a little bit later. And then we got a couple of reviews uh, that we'll go a little bit in depth on this for this week's episode. We've got Frank A and Frank Earl and the Future Violins uh, with his new EP. This is what his third release under under well third release overall, right? Second with the Future Violins, is that right? I think so. Mm-hmm. We've all lost track at this point. Let's just. There's, I mean, there's no point in him like ever stopping this because he doesn't have any other acts to go back to. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, like what else could, I mean, I, I can't think up the top of my head, like what else Frank no, Iero might be good at nothing. or, you know, excel Absolutely in Absolutely nothing. <laughs> what other, other, other prominent musicians he could probably collaborate with. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. So this might, this might as well be it. So this we'll, it. we'll get to that. Uh, actually we'll share, I will share. Uh, I don't know if you will too, if you've gotten a chance to check out, you know, more than once, but uh, our initial thoughts on uh, for those who wish to exist, we were right. we were gifted an early copy from the Epitaph PR team. Thank you so much to them. However, we are it's good people um, over there. Epitaph, 
Good people at Epitaph. Yeah, yeah. Good people. They don't send emails saying that Epitaph can't uh, follow through on your request at this time. <laughs> they, 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 they give it to you good. Uh, according <laughs> to my notes here, Adam, that's exactly what they did to us in 2015. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was six years ago. I guess I should let it go. But Yeah, you know, that whatever. team has gone long gone. They've gone on to bigger, better things. They've been re- that team has gone on to reject other podcasts you know exactly i mean yeah they've had so many changes in management since that time so i think mm-hmm. we're safe so now they're sending out pr kits on this up and coming uh band who likes to build bridges and buildings and houses mm-hmm. they got um, their they you know they've, they've got their doctorate in architecture apparently <laughs> yes. but uh, they've been around so long but however we are embargoed i forgot i, I forgot to tell you this off air but we are embargoed to actually do a review on this album until the week of release so we can we can yes. we can put out a review on the 22nd okay. well you're not even going to listen to it remember <laughs> we'll get there Adam. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. yeah so we'll share our initial thoughts like kind of like a preview of um architects for those who wish to exist and you know one of the early highly anticipated albums for this week so you know we'll sit back relax have a good time with us on this week's episode and uh and welcome back to the skinny with mike and adam adam how have you mm-hmm. been this week Hey, we got a uh, changes in the in the country going on this week, you know. Like yeah, well, like what the the anti fascists finally took over, took, oh. took back control from the fascists, and now we're back in anti fascisting. Whatever, oh, that man, means. we're living in Antifa now. I know. Great. So it's like masks and 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 school children going back to school and. My neighborhood Facebook group on Facebook warned me about this. Yes, Ugh. I know, and 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 uh, you know, vaccine distribution that may actually work. Um, I mean, I don't know about that. That's that's still a big cluster F. These well, days. in order for it to work, everybody has to get vaccine vaccinated, right? Yeah. Just like me. <laughs> oh, so wait, so this Monday is your last one, right? Your your second shot. I can't talk right. about that, Mike. I can't talk about that, or else I will be beaten in the streets. Because you know, by the, it's by such the a anti anti fuzz by the anti yes the anti anti fuzz the fuzz yeah <laughs> yes um, because you know they're they're very anti vaccines and, mm. and such. So I don't I don't talk about things that uh, that I do on my free time uh, on this podcast, as you already know. But um, so yes, how I'll, how I'll, does I'll go, it feel? I'll go, I'll go to my a local microchip in your body. <laughs> <laughs> that was created by Bill Gates. Well, Something about five G, also. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they're they're just scanning my brain right now for uh, harvesting my organs, um, placing me within the matrix. Um, you know, making sure that I I I, I, sh- I don't spread the truth about uh, what's really going on out there, and so I haven't. I'm not and allowed. The real, to- the real truth out there is what Adam thinks of heaven is a place. This is a place by Frank Iero. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's so Bill true. Gates will finally know. Using my religion. Uh, that was a, that was a cover. Anyway. So Better let's than get, other covers. That's for sure. Yeah. Let's get down to it. Uh, we got a couple of new stories here, a couple of album announcements, album teases, and uh, you know, some fantastic news for up and coming Wales band. Bring me the horizon. They finally, made it guys they finally made it good to the top of tiktok but we'll get to that in a bit adam we've got a new album announcement as as, as well as a new single from a band that we have had 
thoughts about <laughs> i don't know how else to put it because you know we like the first album but not so much the second album but uh royal blood mm. will be releasing their third album called typhoons on april 30th via warner brothers records they also released the uh the title track uh, as a single this past week and uh since you haven't heard it i'm gonna go ahead and take an educated guess you haven't heard it no. man the energy the mm. The, the, they, they, they are definitely taking a tonal shift, especially uh, when in comparison to the second album. Ooh. And I am very, very excited for the full album okay. coming out very, very soon on April 30th. So soon. It's only three months away. <laughs> I know. This is, and, and, and when was like the, 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 the second album? Do you remember? 2017. The first one oh was 20. God. So, Five yeah, years. We've been talking about this band so much for seven years now. Okay. Know, we talk, yeah, we talked about, about it, it. Like, like twice in the last seven years, but mm-hmm. still, we're ready. <laughs> we talked I mean, about so, them once on their first album. We talked about them again on their second album. And now we're going to talk about them a total of three times. Because when you have two guys in a band, it's very difficult to change your sound when really only one guy in the band is an actual musician. So, I mean, <laughs> um, unless they're that bring was some shade, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't count drummers. You know that. Oh, come on. <laughs> so a backbone. So I'm assuming he got some new pedals and, you know, decided <laughs> well, like, I'm yeah, going to change. I mean, uh, if, if, um, if, the, the new, if the new single Typhoons is any indication, he did buy some pretty sweet pedals. I bet and he has, sounds very good. <laughs> I bet he has like three or four pedals. That's that's probably about it total, right? Mm-hmm. He has he has enough to like to like uh, adhere to a pedal board now. <laughs> he can't just oh, keep man. the one pedal in his pocket in his jacket right. pocket and <laughs> carry that on his world tours sponsored by Warner Brothers. I know this has to be like the last chance that Warner brothers is going to give them. But what do I know? This band is much more popular than I think they are. Yeah. They might be huge in, in the UK, you know, that, I mean, they're not for like in their, in their first album, we used to hear like singles and like, in like target and, mm-hmm. and, and out and about and stuff, but like not so much their second album. Cause you know, their second album was not that good, but uh, yeah. So my, my point being is that their, their, their star isn't as big as I think maybe a, maybe is in the UK in the UK perhaps, you know, so we don't have that perspective. Maybe our UK listeners can go over to our discord channel, which is linked into our description below. You know, who didn't sign into our discord, Adam, (laughs) I have not seen anything about this alleged discord. Adam, it's in the description of this week's episode and last week's episode, Adam, I'll be the judge of that. I, you should, (laughs) and you should judge yourself accordingly. I will judge you too. Oh, my verdict, execution. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I can I can live with that. I mean it's it's what we've all been waiting for for And it's what and it's what you could deserve. Give me the fucking deserve. <laughs> Adam, what's your hype levels on uh Royal Blood's Typhoons? <laughs> I mean I'll listen to it just because it's such an interesting band. I'm not expecting too much incredible incredibility, if that's a word. Incredibility, but I love it. I've I've been proven wrong before. Yeah. We can only hope that every new album that we're hyped for is is an album that we're going to enjoy, and, and that's including this one. But um, if you do have the time, go check out the title track. If you if 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 you can spare the three minutes 50, 54 seconds, you know I know if it, if it was three minutes thirty three seconds, you'd be all over. It, but that extra, uh, you know, nineteen seconds is probably a little <laughs> too much for you. But uh, just, if you if yeah. you if you can spare the time, go check it out. I think you I think you I think that'll actually bump already, up your excitement level for this album. 
I've already listened to the new Hail the Sun single, and I've listened to That's the enough new, single for you. The new A Day to Remember single. So I think like I'm I'm singled out this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the best I could do right now. <laughs> I don't blame you. It's all right. <laughs> I'd like well, to be about... surprised. Is that yeah. so wrong? I think I think I think this one. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put some money down on this, and that money seven cents that uh, <laughs> that uh, this album is going to be great. So okay, cool. Come come and collect when you when when you're ready. Uh, this next album here, I am very excited for. This is one of my favorite bands. They've been one of my favorite bands since 2004, and uh, you know they had a big comeback record back in 2018. And uh, oh man, not a lot of people like that album. That 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 made oh. me really sad. The, it was it was a beautiful time in 2018 when they released the lead <laughs> single uh, off of Erase Me, and everybody was excited for Man, Under Earth. We were so everybody. Yeah, they released On My Not Teeth your and for like fucking pray. Yeah, and there were and there was controversy, and it was amazing. And for like two months, everyone was super hyped on Under Earth, <laughs> and then they released. It was less than that, I think. Bloodlust or something. <laughs> or what was it? Rapture or Wake Me? I don't remember what it track, was. Track two on the album, I think. Okay, so that's Rapture. And and, and then everybody didn't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, send back my pre-order. <laughs> Welcome, Adam, the co-host. Say hi. Hey, Adam, join Discord. <laughs> I'm doing it in real time. <laughs> he did it. Live on this show. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome america <laughs> well anyway this past week people who follow under oath over on their social media channels might have noticed a bit of a change going on they changed their profile pic over on facebook they changed their banner page to this kind of like repeating thing called voyeurist mm. voyeurist 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 as, as, as well as little cryptic video things that kind of hint at a live stream um nice. but uh also other people have also noted that Chris Dudley, the key, the keyboardist and one of the long-standing members of Underoath, spoke with uh, Metal Sucks back in November. Um, they got to change their name, man. That's a <laughs> weird fucking title. But uh, they, they, he shared, he shared um, an interview over with them back in November, and he said, "Full disclosure: Our plan initially was to hit the studio before the Slipknot tour last summer, and we had a we." And have a song out on that tour and probably put the record out in fall. He said, we kind of had this whole thing lined up, but when COVID came into the picture and we're realizing, man, we are, we are under no timetable to put this thing out. As a result, Underoath spent the latter part of 2020 taking their time writing and recording their new material. And he goes on to say, we actually had a talk a little while back and we were like, we could just sit on these songs for a bit and refine them and come up with some other ideas and kind of see if we can push recording a little bit mm-hmm. and what would come of that. Uh, honestly, it's been very fruitful. It it inevitably happens whenever you record an album, not long after recording, that you have an idea and you're like, oh man, I wish we could have done this thing because that would have been so much better, which I'm sure a lot of haters of Erase Me would have <laughs> agreed. As much as I like Erase Me, there is some songs on there that I wish they could have like expanded on and you know maybe tightened up and maybe did like a reworking of but uh adam are you excited for oh, underworld's yeah. newest album i i i have to be i mean like erase me was not that bad just not that good mm. um not as good as you were hoping not as good as i was hoping for but that's okay i mean i'm always down for new music i love me some spencer chamberlain and um i'm i'm ready to to hear 
what he has to offer and the, the rest of the dudes. And it'll probably be, I don't know. Cause they're at this point, just like they said last time, where it's like, we want you to either love it or hate it. Mm. So they're going to, it's either going to be all filled with a bunch of, I hate it songs <laughs> or a bunch of cut my teeth songs. Mm. I'm not sure which one they'll choose though. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and one of the things that really upset me, I guess, during the, uh, the, the, the press touring of Erase Me was that kind of cocky like nature, especially with Spencer, about how listeners don't know what they want. And if you don't like it, you don't understand or, you know, some, it was, so, it sounded super gatekeepy and super like holier than thou. <laughs> A little bit. And it was, it was, it really turned me off to that the attitude of that band because I, I feel like they they've been around so much they should be past this kind of like this 20s like superstar rock star fucking mentality but but whatever but it, but but, but regardless if they are kind of still going in with that same mentality of like we we want to go in either pissing off half the half the audience and then making the other half love it i i don't know if that's a good attitude to go into um when you when you want to create new music i think you should just go in with the expectation that like you're doing the best that you can and you want everybody to love it i don't know is that is, is that is that is that uh, naive of me <laughs> as a as a non-member of under oath is that naive of me to say they're only gonna do it for themselves at this point and we can either mm -hmm. come along for the ride or let it go and uh i feel like this will probably be the last one though there probably won't be another one after this. You mean the last ever Under Oath album? Right. Oh, okay. Like, then they'll be like, okay, we gave it a shot. It wasn't as fun as we thought it would be. And uh, good night, America. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and and their stars definitely waned over the years too. I mean, you you and I we went to um, we went to go see Under Oath when they were the second billing to Bring Me the Horizon and Beartooth. And oh yeah, that's right. In the middle of that set, Spencer Chamberlain was like, "Hey, how many of you guys have seen us before?" And like, what how percentage many, would you say? Like, how many? How many of you have heard of Under Oath? Oh yeah, yeah. How many you, <laughs> and like, <laughs> what would you say? Like seven percent of the hands went up. I'd say seven hands went up. Seven <laughs> hands. <laughs> there was a slight oh, stuttering of "woo," hello. And then, <laughs> And then they jumped into the rest of Define the Great Line, and Mike and I had a great time. Yeah, absolutely. But, <laughs> but like, <that> was it. <laughs> it's so, and that moment was such a weird moment in my life, too, because I, because like, I, that was the first time as a concert goer that I started to feel my age. <laughs> yes. And we also hadn't been to a show like that big in a very yeah. long time. True. And, you know, the, the, nice girl dating her grandfather in front of us. Oh boy. And the less said about that, the, the better. <laughs> and the bizarreness of the bring me the horizon set, you know, there was just, there was a lot wrong with that entire thing, but uh, I don't, I don't think that was under Oath's fault. We could see them. Well, they had spotlights yeah. on them. I could see their faces. <laughs> they were lit perfectly, but uh, yeah, I mean, j just that, just that moment of like oh. nobody in the crowd <laughs> understanding who this seminal band is I this was band born, that was around around the same time that bring me the horizon became popular too right yeah i was born in 2004 <laughs> <laughs> this is my boyfriend his name is teal leo 
<laughs> Thank you, Teo. Thank you for giving me a ride here, Teo. I know. It just felt like a bizarre experience where it's, yes, everybody was younger than us. Um, and Ali wasn't very happy with the crowd. So it was a, it was strange, but mm. Caleb Shomo had a great time. So at least there's that. Caleb Shomo <laughs> is always partying and having a good time, man. That's what he's always, that's why he's always cutting the sleeves off his denim jackets, man. I know you got to party like, animal. You got to express yourself. <laughs> so, I, I'm super, I'm admittedly super nervous over this one, over this album. Uh, not so much like what I will think of it. Cause I, I, I think I'm probably going to like it more than our circle. Probably. Um, I'm kind of like the unapologetic Underworth fan of, of the bunch. Mm. They're, they're one of the bands that I just kind of give free passes to. <laughs> if I can admit that <laughs> on okay. air. We all but, have uh, those bands. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I'm still nervous, but I, I, I think I'm more nervous with like what the re- reception to this new album is going to be because man, like if you, if, if that show didn't make me show my age, the, the reception to erase me and people calling that butt rock, butt oh, no. radio rock really depressed me. <laughs> that album came out in 2018, right? Yeah, it did. Okay. So it, we saw them in 2017 and then also in 2016 at self-help. That's so, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It took a long time for them to release that album after their uh, quote unquote reunion. This is kind of a make it or break it moment for their reunion. You're right, man. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if, this, if this one doesn't get like knocked out of the park, then you're probably right. This might be the last Under Earth album. But I've been wrong before, thankfully. Mm. So many celebrities stay alive because of me. <laughs> Come on, 2021. I should have called yeah. Larry King. Damn it. <laughs> oh my God. Is Larry King dead? Yes. He what? died yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to inform you. He didn't make it through the night, Mike. Adam, Adam, Adam's fucking with me, isn't he? I can't I'm tell. sorry. No. And Hank, Hank Aaron. I know you were really worried about him. But... Oh, I heard about the Hank Aaron thing. Wow. Though. Yeah. So who's next, Mike? Betty White? Betty White's 99 years old. I know. So, you know. Oh, my God. Adam was right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Larry King did die. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. He was, was only 87? I could I have sworn he was like 387. At least. Wow. So he had a good run. He had wow. a good run. He was in the first Ghostbusters movie in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He was. And he's very no, fat and smoking cigarettes. <laughs> no, no cause of death was given, but a spokesperson said that January said on January 4th that King had COVID. Yes. I did know that he got diagnosed. I didn't know it was only a couple weeks ago, mm. but uh, yeah. So that's, I don't know. 2020 if that takes from us again. <sighs> Damn you. 2020. Get out of my life. It's okay. We're moving on, Mike. On to the next celebrity death. Come on, 2021, Adam's bets. <laughs> we can only hope. I mean, the, the 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 transfer of power happened peacefully, as I was hoping it wouldn't. But uh, <laughs> what? Come on. Oh no, yeah, that's said, right. you're a, you're I was kicking boy. and screaming, kicking and screaming. Oh right, yeah, yeah. This whole thing about vet, the betting, but well, no. it didn't have to like resort in violence, which is what I thought you meant. But like, uh, what do you call it? Like, I thought it was. I thought you meant like. I, I thought we also agreed that like he had to be like escorted by the arm or something, you know, <laughs> right. and that would be he, the end of it. <laughs> he 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 uh, graciously left and I'll be back his, his... in some form, <laughs> in some form, and pissed off all of his followers, which was hilarious. Good. This is bullcrap. How could he have? How could he have left us? <laughs> Anyway, you know, not to get political Donald, on the show. <laughs> Donald 
No, let's, let's get political. I don't give a shit. Okay, go for it. Like Donald Trump is the dumbest motherfucker of our time. <laughs> Pretty much. And like, I don't, and like his followers are even stupider. I know. And now because they don't have that self-awareness of like knowing that like how stupid he is. Mm-hmm. Therefore they have to like follow him. Right. Which makes you stupider. I have to listen to my president because I'm such a patriot. Yeah. And then he didn't give me a pardon before he left. Like what, how did that happen? Even the, even the QAnon shaman who I walked in with, with our, with our animal skin robes. Like he's now saying that he felt feels he was duped the whole time. Like, can you imagine going this whole time and then feeling ashamed what you did <laughs> two weeks can after he walked into the Capitol covered in a Buffalo skin? <laughs> yeah, man, I can't, I can't imagine that, you know, following somebody who's known for his lies and his manipulation and his failed businesses and is the fact that he fails at almost everything that he ventures at doing, who's millions of dollars in debt. I can't imagine following that guy and like being disappointed in him. I know. Can't the imagine big, that. The big reveal. It just, <laughs> we sat and waited patiently for it to happen. And it just didn't. It's almost like a 12 year old made up a rumor and put it on the internet and like people just ran with it. Yeah. I can't um, imagine being people being that stupid. Adam, bring me the horizons. Can oh. you feel my heart is a great song, isn't it? <laughs> Speaking of 12 year olds. And <laughs> hey, we were at that show too, Adam. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was saying TikTok, TikTok for 12 year olds, isn't it? As the father of a 12 year old who uses TikTok, mm-hmm. I've got a short, I've got a story to tell when I saw news of this story yeah. here. So can you feel my the, heart? Is this our the next old. social media outlet? You've already dragged me to Discord. Now I have to be yeah, dragged. So now that to you're Discord. on Discord, Adam, I need you to go over to our TikTok page. <laughs> oh, excuse me. And I need you to manage that for me. Please. I'm very busy with all the other and social upload, media pages we have. Upload dancing videos. Yes. Can you please do that for me, Adam? I'm, I need us to go worldwide. I know how to floss now. It took me two years, but I know how to do it now <laughs> really well. <laughs> can, oh, you, you actually know how to do it? Now? I can do it really well now. Oh, you and I got to do that together. Okay. We'll be the we'll, we'll be the viral sensation of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing for two years. <laughs> you finally got it right. Uh, Can you feel my heart? Is the opening track off of 2013's "Simp Eternal"? Adam, yes. uh, one of my favorite albums. One of your, one of your favorite albums too. And it uh, turns out it's 12 year olds' favorite songs. One of 12 year olds' favorite songs as well. This past week, you know. Zoe, Zoe knows she was listening to this song when she was four. She is, is now it's like retro for her. Well, I'll, I'll share my story with, I'll share my story with you in a bit. Okay. So this past week. Uh, oh, and so, yeah, anyways, uh, can you feel my heart is, has reached the viral top, t- top 50 on Spotify because, and because this song is like number one on TikTok apparently. <clears throat> so that's the story. Anyway, back to my story to bring this back about me. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Do. Uh, this past week, I'm catching up with my daughter, picking her up from her mom's, and we're driving on home. We're, you know, having a conversation, catching up with one another. And she, then she turns to me and she goes, "Dad, do you know the song Can You Feel My Heart' by Bring Me the Horizon?" And oh, my, and my eyebrows, both my eyebrows, are like, "Oh, <laughs> yes, I do." Well, what about that song? And she goes, "Well, apparently, it's like the soup, the most popular song on on TikTok right now." And I'm like. Oh, tell me more about this daughter. Because she's she's saying like anime videos, like for people like overdub the song to like anime, like sexy anime boys that she loves, and like people like young kids her age are like dancing to this song, like making up like dances and and whatever and meme and memes. I think that's how you pronounce it. 
<laughs> and, you know, so Brandon Horizon is like big on TikTok now. And she brought this up to me because like she remembered like seeing me wear shirts. And mm. she said, she said like, when I heard that song, I recognized it. Cause I remember oh. that you used to play it in the car all the time. Whoa. And so we had a, we had a nice little bonding moment to bring me the horizon. I asked her, have you heard the entirety of Sempaternal? And she goes, no, I just like that song. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm Sounds old. like a 12 year old. <laughs> Sounds like a 12 year old. And her uh, joy of music is listening to one song and moving on to something else. It's, it's such a shame, man. Like the, 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 the artistry of the album is going away. And that's that it will never die because we will never die. Let us not we will never that. sleep. Sleep is for the week. <laughs> I know you should, you should say this is suicide silence. I think you'll enjoy this album. Too. <laughs> Zoe, have you heard of the album? This is what the front of your car seat sounds like or whatever it's called. <laughs> no, this with the edge of your seat. Yeah. This is their song called fuck. That's right. Say that back to me. this this is lights featuring on the song fuck (laughs) do you want more songs about fuck (laughs) (laughs) middle fingers fuck (laughs) so that's just kind of that's that's pretty cool that maybe the horizon has yet another outlet for their music to reach these kids finally i mean they need to reach more people they haven't reached enough yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's good is that, as far as we know, they haven't reached too much, if you know what I mean. Oh. They haven't reached too too much into that demographic. We haven't heard any stories, but uh, just waiting. Adam, Adam, cease this. <laughs> cease this now. <laughs> I hope it doesn't happen, but I'm, I'm surprised, really. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to share that story because I wanted to share a story about my family. Someday, uh, someday my daughter will share me that story. Like, Dad, have you heard of this, 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 this bare tooth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, tell, tell, tell me about bare tooth, Nora, and or Iris. The biggest song on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> well, TikTok about, won't be popular by the time they're like at TikTok age, right? So it'll be having a problem. I don't know. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like zimzams or something like it's Zim-Zam. the most popular it's the most popular song on zimzams and you'd be like yep. oh dearest daughter of mine what is what is what is zimzams like oh that's the new app where you spit on your phone <laughs> and it tells you your entire family history it and banking you. information and social security numbers it tells you your dad's top 100 albums <laughs> yeah exactly that's our that's that's the new app zimzams right dad what's this after the party by the menzingers doing here on my phone oh do you have do you have a few minutes to talk about it no no dad my attention is now gone over here i could i could switch you to app several hours of podcasts of me talking about this this band slash album but that's okay <laughs> okay dad i'm gonna go over here on my on my on my hollow pad and <laughs> And and upload my consciousness onto it so I can live <laughs> for another thousand years. All by the time she's twelve, you know that's only like yeah. five years old. Technology is so fast these days, dude. So fast, man! I'm looking forward to those days. <laughs> All right, folks. Before we get into some uh, a little bit of it, some deep dives into some albums and some stuff that we've been checking out over this past week, I want to introduce you guys to a new band who uh, reached out to us this past week. They're releasing um, they're releasing a split EP with another band, uh, but uh, actually, I need to. I'm going to pause right here really quick because I need to get their name 
correct because they're from France and they have a German name for their band. It's called. It's called. And Zalbarol. And Zalbarol. And Zalbarol. So it's spelled for English speaking, uh, and I'm sure our UK and German <laughs> listeners need this too. It's spelled E N T Z A U B E R. U-N-G. So the, the, the songwriter and the, the, the person, re- it's, it's a one-man band, basically. And he does all the music and the screaming and the Whoa. songwriting and stuff. So he reached out to a band from Chile called Mirin mm. Bide. And, they, and together, they release a five-song split EP. Three songs are from Enzalbarong, and two songs are from uh, uh, Mirin Bide. And the mu- musically, the, the music is like, are you familiar with emo violence, Adam? I've heard of that. Yes. So it's this super intense, like thrashy, hardcore, like like blast beat kind of like punk style of punk. So that's that 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 that, that genre was like very popular back in the day too. Like even Bring Me the Horizon, they kind of dabbled in that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's kind of what this music project is all about. And they sing, and the person here he doesn't give me his name. He goes by L. Hmm. anyway so yeah he sings it and he sings all the songs in french as well uh and and the songs from uh mirin bide are sung in chilean so it's very interesting to like kind of hear it from the context of an english speaker and how when 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 you're listening to lyrics that you don't understand um albeit in english in your native language or not you kind of your 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 mind and your ears kind of kind of accept it as like another instrument so that's the way when i was going through this five this five track kind of 10 minute split ep um that's that's the way my brain was processing it and i was enjoying it on that front and mm. I, I do know that some of our listeners kind of like like albums or like music from that kind of emo violence thrashy blast beat kind of punk style so i thought this might be fun to kind of put it out there for people to go check out for themselves so he has a so and Zalbarong has a Bandcamp page where you can where you can get the split EP with Mir and Bide at name your own price and you can listen to it all yourself. Again, for the whole thing, it's like ten quick. It's it's ten quick minutes. So if you want to guys, if you guys want to check it out, all the links will be in the description of this episode and on our Facebook page when we post this episode as well. So I'm going to be sharing with you guys uh, the song, well, the second track of the split EP. I'm not gonna, even going to try to pronounce it in french because i don't speak french i don't want to i don't want to sound disrespectful but it translates to according to google translate don't tell us to have heart and it's pretty intense so i hope you enjoy it nice
All right, Adam, what have you been listening to this week? Man, I wish that I was listening to more French emo music. <laughs> <laughs> well, enough French emo, but Frank Iero. Oh, what an interesting connection you just made right there. <laughs> French I'm emo, quite... Frank Iero. Wow, that was yeah, great. Yeah, dude. As a, as a father, I've, <laughs> as a father, I've grown quite an expert at dad jokes. <laughs> Well, there you go. So, so yeah, I, Frank Arrow's third EP, um, second, I think, in uh, the future under the Future Violence name, uh, "Heaven Is a Place." This is a place. Little uh, four-track EP that we released on the fifteenth, uh, two Fridays ago. Uh, yeah, quick little, quick little thing. Uh, I kind of actually forgot that it came out that the release date was the fifteenth until you mentioned it right. in our last episode. So, so uh, yeah, I take I, I keep notes now. So oh, I'm aware nice. of these things. So after yeah. how after how after nine years we've started taking the show seriously eight nice. years eight years eight yes. years <laughs> so um yeah I, I it's it's brief I know he said something to AP about like this being kind of like the last recordings for the future violence or something but you know that's not true it's just like oh these are just the 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 things that I've been working on as I wait for my next Frank Iero in the future violence uh double album coming Frank out Iero later this year romance <laughs> double album uh is coming but um so you know it could have been what was lying around after the last album or it could be some new stuff that i really enjoyed i applaud it was the fact that there are no quarantine songs or covid songs on this appreciate that thank you very much right. frank Aero, for that you're losing my religion could be considered a quarantine song because it's like being inside <laughs> your head and losing oh, something oh my I don't god know. you're right adam <laughs> oh my god but it's also from you know 1991 so it's kind of old i gotta cancel this album too jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> but no i i love me some some frank Aero at this level and i thought i thought this was a just a fine ep by a stand-up gentleman yeah and it's still in that same vein where it's you know he's mu musically as far as his vocals go he's pretty tone deaf but yes, he works the music he writes yeah the music he writes is kind of uh, it, it's kind of written around that. It's kind of written around his limitations. So it, it is kind of garage rocky, garage punky, where it's a little rough around the edges. Like the production's not like very, very tight, but again, it, it matches the vocal style and it, and it fits really well. And, and it becomes not as jarring as one would think. Uh, yeah. Did you have any standout tracks on this one? Um, I enjoyed all three of the originals. Record Ender was pretty cool because it's kind of like a, a closer on mm. an EP, which is interesting. Six minutes long, but yeah. I, I enjoyed it. And I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. A, third, a, a whole third of this EP is just in one track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was nice to hear some mandolin on a Losing My Religion cover, which bands seem to leave out sometimes. Like and, us. <laughs> and therefore, it, it, it passes my bar of being a good <laughs> cover yeah I mean, it, it was jarring at first especially that losing my religion because i love the original so much it's one of my favorite songs of all time and yes. and hearing it sung i don't want to use the term like bad karaoke but it almost sounds like <laughs> bad karaoke but like mm. it worked it worked it again worked. frank made it work because 
Frank's just a talented musician from, I don't know, he should probably join a different band or something, you know? I didn't know. This is, this is his life now. He should never go back. I mean, go to Frank any other band. Chemical <laughs> Romance. So uh, now there is a show on Netflix called Song Exploder or Explorer oh, or something okay. like that. Um, it has maybe only six or seven episodes, but they do kind of a deep dive into songs like popular songs Song and they did they did an entire episode on losing my religion oh cool so it's basically like a documentarian doing like a 25 30 minute episode about one song and interviewing the band and the band talking about the song and um i highly recommend checking out the losing my religion episode i mean since i'm the super fan of rem of the podcast you know i I, I knew more going into that episode than you probably would, but at least they explore that song and everything that went into that song, what it's about and what they still like about it, what they don't like about it, all that kind of fun stuff. Cool. So the only other episodes so I've- Is it Song Explorer or Song Exploder? I, it's one or the other. I forget. Okay. <laughs> it might be I Exploder. Looked, I just looked it up and Song Exploder is a podcast oh. and- so they, 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 it might be the case for like the podcast creator and it's the same thing where they, they, they go, they deconstruct a song into its component parts. So maybe it's a thing where they expanded it into, and turned it into a Netflix thing. Yes. Yeah. It looks like it's exploder on Netflix okay. as well. Cool. So there's only like seven episodes or just a couple. And like, I only knew a few of That's the songs. All I need. Yeah, it looks like the podcast has a lot more episodes. I mean, this is like skinny with Mike and Adam numbers here. So, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> um, sorry, it has at least 200. That's all I can see. Um, but there's like, uh, they talked about Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. Hell yeah. And When You Were Young by The Killers, which seems like a weird song for them to choose i mean i know it's mm. a super popular one but i would think mr brightside would be a bigger one but yeah mr brightside has a whole like narrative to it too oh. i would have loved to hear the background behind that maybe because it was like their first big hit and these episodes seem to be going into like a like later hits for these bands <laughs> mm, okay. so um maybe that was why but yeah and then there was like four other episodes of songs i had never heard of before so yeah, maybe. Ty Dollar Sign with L.A. Lynn Manuel sure. Miranda with Wait for It by from Hamilton, there the musical go. Hamilton. <laughs> My favorite Hamilton song. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I, if you want some more losing my religion insights, you can go into that and learn how it's. You know, there's not too much more to it than what well, I'm all about that. Man. I mean, I will check that out this and- week. They get they show young hot pictures of Michael Stipe, which is my Ooh. favorite. My favorite Michael Stipe from the early eighties. Oh my god, <laughs> sex symbol Michael Stipe, gorgeous man. Oh my god, <laughs> not twenty twenty one Michael Stipe that has a giant rat's nest on his face, right. or even nineteen ninety one Michael Stipe that I don't know what happened, but nineteen eighty three Michael Stipe, mm, prime, <laughs> mm, prime rib. <laughs> so yes the frank Iero ep was fair yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's 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 a pretty enjoyable listen I, I i agree and yeah it's not gonna blow you away it's just kind of it's 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 if you liked frank Iero's style and his voice and you know the way that he just kind of is, it, it does sound like he's just kind of messing around right it's not like he's like 
this this is just stuff that he's doing on the side because he's mm-hmm. i'm sure every week he gets royalty checks from my chemical romance you know that band that nobody likes mm-hmm. um and uh, yeah I, i'm sure this is just kind of stuff that he does in his free time right right probably probably yeah so if you if you go into it with that expectation i think you guys will enjoy it uh, quite a bit and you're right record ender is a really good record ender I like it. and it's a it, i like the way it ebbs and flows it's, it's it's definitely written to be a closer and uh yeah go check that out so yeah the song exploder uh, podcast has a lot of popular artists talking about their less popular songs that's interesting <laughs> oh that's a good concept for a podcast claro is on here claro industry yeah. plant claro but you know then semisonic is on here doing closing time which i guess makes sense since that's the only song they're known for but then metallica <laughs> is on it's here both their most popular song and their least popular song mumford and sons beloved wow interesting and then yes i saw metallica on here with their world famous song called uh like moths to flames or something like that so <laughs> <laughs> interesting cool so that's 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 that podcast nobody so we also that. got a an early copy like i mentioned in the, in the, in the beginning of the episode of uh, the highly anticipated for those who wish to exit by architects and so yes. we can't give a full review uh, until the week that it comes out but uh, what are your initial thoughts i know you've probably listened to it like what once or twice maybe yeah, three times now three times oh nice um, it's it's sounding fair Okay. It's not a huge departure of their sound, but there's definitely some musically. It's not no. Yeah, there's some changes going on, but yeah, I, you know, three listens in, I just I can't do it. I can't give you a full understanding of it. Yeah, are you enjoying it so far though? Uh, it, it's it's okay. Yes. Okay. I'll continue so not, listening to. It. It's not blowing you out of the water yet. Yeah. So I mean, they are. This is the kind of like the big change, even though. Know, it's hard to explain, huh? It's so like musically, they're about at the same level as their pre, you know, the previous three albums. But sonically, and uh, as far as like the atmosphere and the, the the use for the the use of the vocals, it is a big departure for them. And some people, friends of the show, might call that butt rock. <laughs> uh, but other people might say, "Oh, they've caught up to 2015. Bring me the horizon." But uh, uh, it, that, does, that, that, it does sound a little, a little bring me the horizon-y, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it's definitely like, you, you you can tell it was a conscious effort to kind of catch up to that band. Mm-hmm. Um, it does sound like it's an in-between between Sun Paternal and That's the Spirit. Um, there's no songs on here that kind of remind you of, um, you know, kind of the popular hits like um, like Avalanche or even the song That's the Spirit. But um, yeah, it, it's still kind of in that metalcore vein. It's just a little bit more melodic. It's a little bit more atmospheric. A lot less synth intros, Rick. Um, but uh, <laughs> I, I haven't noticed the synth intros yet. I usually like to go count how many uh, I can find. But apparently, we are so like uh, we 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 are so brainwashed to the synth intros. Right. We, just don't, we just don't notice it. Maybe, you know, maybe expert musicians like Rick <laughs> and professional musician Cody, who is in a, <laughs> you know, he's in the band from like the the girl from cradle of filth or something like she has a solo project he's not in any bands anymore what (laughs) yes he is there's no bands playing music right now. oh you're you mean like literally okay (laughs) okay yeah i mean he was like he was like the the guitarist for like (laughs) the woman from cradle of filth or something that she has like a solo project or whatever but take um, his shitty attitude uh elsewhere (laughs) yes 
We annihilate it. I can't wait for oh, us to oh, review oh, this. Oh. We annihilate this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I am enjoying this kind of shift uh, for this band because one of the, one of the things that I was worried about for this band, especially for the 2018 album, was it right? 2018. Holy hell! Holy hell! Yeah, holy hell! I mean that <laughs> that album was pretty much exactly the same as like the previous two albums. It was I, really no change at all. I didn't care for it very much. It was very fifty-fifty yeah. to me. It was so. pretty subpar. It was pretty, um, you know, just by the books, by the, you know, just given the given their longtime fans exactly what they want. But mm-hmm. this is a conscious effort to move forward as uh, as musicians. Some people might call it butt rock. I just I just call it melodic melodic metalcore. It's got a lot. There's screaming elements. There's hardcore elements to this. So it's not like completely radio rock at all. And um it it does it does kind of there are songs in here where it does it does kind of reach that radio rock kind of accessibility but i don't know this band's just writing music now right i believe so not not not, not a huge deal so we also got a couple of uh of uh guest spots here we've got winston mccall from parkway drive we've got mike kerr from royal blood and we got simon neal from biffy clyro i'm not familiar with that band but man i mean but his voice fucking slaps over on Goliath. Uh, Adam, tell me a little bit about track 14, Meteor. Um, other than uh, the one time that he mentions quarantine, it was one time. It was fair. It was one fair. time. Okay, twice. <laughs> he says it multiple times. He multiple says it multiple times. Two times. And that's all I've multiple. counted so far. I've only heard the song t- three times. Okay. So that was all I heard. And Mike sent me a scathing, like, <laughs> I have to flush this entire album because he said quarantine twice in it. <laughs> Listeners, what did I say? What did I say to the bands hey, out there? I think it would have been a better bet to say how many albums would mention <laughs> quarantine this year because all of them are going to but i mean he has to connect with us he's in quarantine in his mind oh my we're, god he's in quarantine in his mind and we're literally in quarantine exactly it's like covid has affected the world exactly so I think, in like 10 years when this band is still writing music they're gonna go back to that fucking song and be like what the fuck were you thinking what the fuck were you thinking? I mean, we're all going to remember what quarantine means. But yes, I know we get it, but it's not cute. Is my is my point? Stop it, bands! Stop it! Do, am I going to have to hear this every single episode? Because be yes, like, another band mentioned it. Oh no, <laughs> Landon Tuber's new album mentioned it six times. <laughs> that is, a, I gotta say, Adam, that's a spot on impression of Mike. I love it. <laughs> I will guarantee that every album we listen to this year will say it at least once. <laughs> oh God, you can't be fucking serious! Like, I, like come to my—I mean, I'm, I was—I was listening to this like before you started listening to it too. So, like, my fucking shock when I get to track fucking fourteen, and he's like, "We're in quarantine, quarantine," and like, I'm like, "No, you fucking did it! I just got done saying this on the show. Don't do it, bands. You're not clever." He—they he rec- recorded this album in 2019. Like, you're not clever. <laughs> You know they did not write write that. They at least did not write that song in 2019. I'm sure that I'm sure the writing process started in 2019. They did not write that song in 2019. I promise you that. It is the word of the year. Uh, Many years to come. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just don't do it. Do do you think I should disqualify this though? No. He mm. literally says it like no more than three or four times. 
So do you I, really think there's a lot more? Work? There's a lot of words in this album. You <laughs> can't just say like, "Oh, you think quarantine time to do." Oh, that's so weird. It was like, it was like talking to my twin. <laughs> so weird. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sure I no, no, no. time to time too. No, no, I, I no. You can make fun of me. That's 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 fine. That's why I do the show with you. You're allowed to make fun of me. Okay. Good. <laughs> unlike this, ba- unlike bands who are not allowed. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate this. Okay. Yes. Whether or not I disqualify this song, but this this album by the end of the year is another story. But I'm right. going to say that again off the top, just so we get it out of the way again, so Adam doesn't have to hear it every fucking week. Bands, you are not allowed to use the words quarantine or COVID <laughs> or virus or corona. Like they recorded these albums like years ago. So. Adam, they wrote this <laughs> album in 2020. Exactly. <laughs> It's they wrote thing. it. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> and they were all experiencing it. They had to express themselves through their music <laughs> and their sadness of having to homeschool their children. <laughs> I did not think of that, Adam. <laughs> it's either write the word quarantine three times or murder a child. Which, mm. which, which would you rather have, Mike? All which, would make for, which would make for better content on our show? That's what I'm asking. Right. <laughs> All those people Sam, storming Sam, the Capitol, they didn't, they didn't write a quarantine song. They didn't write it. And that's what we just did. That. We were, also just got done talking in the middle of the, in, in the beginning of the show, how stupid these people are. They, they can't come up with synonyms for quarantine. Oh, and if I hear shelter in place, you're done. <laughs> Adam, you can't fucking, or, or, or social distancing. You might, yeah, you might I don't want to hear your last albums of the year then i'm just just throwing it out there okay so how how about this we're going to use this opportunity now preview is over (laughs) tune in (laughs) tune in on the week of february 26th to hear our full review of for those who wish to exit and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna play solid rules right now you and would you help me out which which words are we going or am i going to allow versus which words are we not going to allow I mean, I don't definitely like definitely 2020 words like social distancing and shelter in place. Those words were not used prior to 2020. So if I hear those, I don't care if it's bring me the horizon or Brian Fallon or the Menzingers or tiny moving parts. Get the fuck out of here with your shit. All right. <laughs> well, tiny moving parts. They're in like North, North Dakota. So they don't have to worry about those kind of things there. Yeah. They don't even, they don't even fucking wear masks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they live in their own fucking reality. But uh, yeah, Ew. (laughs) So those words for sure: shelter in place, okay, uh, social distancing, coronavirus, and COVID. (laughs) All right, those are your four banned words. Okay, words that are questionable: quarantine, because they because even bring bring me the horizon used that in post human, which is a which was a another conscious decision. They wrote that in 2020. They use the word quarantine. If I hear virus, my ears are going to perk up. If I hear, if I hear, what See, else? That was, that was post-human last year. That was post-human. Yeah, that was the very first song. There was the virus. Yeah. There you go. There um, you. What, what else? Help me out. Um, MAGA? <laughs> no, let's keep this. Let's keep learning. <laughs> distance. Okay, that, we'll add that to 2020 terms. Inoculation. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's a good one. Inoculation. Um, vaccine. Uh, 
I'm writing all this down, by the way. <laughs> DoorDash. <laughs> That's going to be some like pop punk band. They're going to be like, I DoorDash my pizza. You know? <laughs> DoorDash my pizza for 10 months in a row. <laughs> I'm super broke. All I do is tip. <laughs> so, okay. yeah. your, your list is going to be brief. So Okay, I'll, so I'll go I'm going to keep it to 2020 band words. If you if I hear your 2020 band words, you're fucking done. We're gonna have a conversation if I hear words like virus and quarantine and inoculation <laughs> and restriction. You know, you know, th- those are those are yellow flag words. All right? right, those are yellow flag words, and then I'm gonna have red flag words, which means you're automatically disqualified. So quor- so quarantine, quarantine by Architects and Sam Carter. You get a pass for now. Okay. This okay. is your yellow. This is your one warning. Okay. If I'm listening, so, if, I, if I'm further re- on further review for the rest of the album before our review and on on, Fe- on February twenty second, if I if I if I notice anything else, you're on thin ice, buddy. You're on you thin go. ice. My, my 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 worst albums of the year list is just four tabs away. Okay. I just copy and paste you right over there. Well, we'll see what Landon Tour says uh, <laughs> next week. And if anybody is going to make a fucking quarantine song, it's going to be Landon Tours. I know. Did you even know he was? He had a new album coming out? I had no idea. One yeah. of our listeners brought that to our attention. Thank goodness. We would have missed that one. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, thank you to, uh, I think it was Dave, right? Dave brought so. that to our attention. Yeah. But you so, know, like, every Nothing Nowhere song is going to mention it. Oh my god! Don't do I got it, a quarantine in this basement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's a little different, you know. I'm singing about the same thing, but it's a little different, you know. It's very possible. I can mix it up a little bit. I know. Well, Vermont. I don't know. Did they have to? Did they have to deal with it very much? I'm not sure. Uh, well, in Vermont, they they very much look up to uh, Bernie Sanders over there. So Bernie constantly wearing a mask took the virus very seriously as, as everyone should. So and now he's a meme. Yeah. He's a meme. Okay. Can we're we done. fucking talk about that? If I we're, fucking we're see Bernie Sanders on another fucking album art, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. <laughs> it was, it, it was, stopped. it was funny. It was funny for the first two days. And now it's, now it's just gone too far. Adam, it was funny. The first hour. <laughs> and then everybody started fucking doing it. Stop it. You're not clever. Okay. I'll stop. Oh. I stopped it already. I never <laughs> Adam, stopped. you especially. I see you on our Discord <laughs> channel posting Bernie Sanders memes. Knock I, it off. I just I, I can't stop. <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed the Goo Goo Dolls ones. The, I saw two of those. One where he's sitting in front of the superstar car wash and <laughs> another one where it's the video from Slide and it's just like that still of, of Johnny like singing to that, you know, usually it's the the girl that's like staring off in the distance, but now it's Bernie Sanders. So those those were funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean I'll admit like I've seen some clever usages of it, but it's gone so oversaturated. It's just embarrassing. Stop, you're not funny. You're not the skinny with Mike and Adam. You're not funny. Oh. We start our own memes and we, go, <laughs> we we get like dozens of views sometimes. We get like three views and that's how you know you've made the big time, dude. Yes. And now that we have a Discord with t- two active users on it. Three. Three active users on it now. <laughs> I'm on Discord with you and Daniel. <laughs> Yay! 
<laughs> Folks, you guys can join our Discord over in the description below. We'd love to have you. Please, please join us there. Uh, Adam, what else have you been listening to this past week? Holy we were checking out uh, Trash Boat and Carousel Kings uh, last week. Yes. Well, I guess I'll finish up Jimmy Eat World, first of all, um, with Surviving from 2019. It's all right. It's it's hmm. not it's not where they once album. were. Yes, um, it's another ten track, thirty seven minute album, just like Damage was. And unfortunately, I got to put it right up there with Damage, where hmm. there's like six really good songs and four that just kind of fall flat. So it's you know a six out of ten, which at this point I I demand more from Jimmy Eat World. I just I can't go with a ho hum sixty percent album from them anymore. Has this band kind of really? kind of drop the ball musically from where they started no i mean no? it's still like it's like, pretty similar to like clarity and bring and bleed american and stuff like that i would i would put it up there with well clarity i did not care for at all oh yeah um, bleed americans where you like really liked them yeah so um <clears throat> but tracks two three four five those are very good songs and then uh, the last two tracks are very good. So it just, it just was kind of a hit and miss kind of thing, but like tracks two through five were, uh, were outstanding criminal energy delivery five, five, five and one mil. He talks about, uh, a camera girl. What do, I don't know what that is. Cam girl cam, like a girl on a camera with a camera. I'm not sure. What What are these girls doing on camera? Um, he just says camera girl, something, something, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk to you, but you know, what if you want to talk to me? Kind of stuff like that. It's a really good song though. <laughs> <laughs> hit that, hit that tip jar. Or hit the corner <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. And then I, th I think the last two tracks on there were really good and, it, but nothing that stood out as much as on invented and integrity blues and futures. So it's, it, it just kind of, a middle of the road Jimmy Eat World album mm. to, to close out their discography, which overall I did enjoy quite a bit. So it sounds like, at least from what you've described to me over the last few weeks, that this band has kind of had that same trajectory with like Goo Goo Dolls, where they started off like, okay, and then they mm. start, and then they started like really getting good, and then they started yes. to peter off a little bit. Yeah, but I think Integrity Jimmy, Blues you like though. Yeah, Jimmy Eat World did not do it as drastically oh, of course <laughs> that's yeah good i mean like google all like shifted genres like three times even even their not so great albums were still pretty good in the long term yeah so but they definitely were very similar to the Goo dolls in that they started out a hardcore punk band hmm. and then two albums later they're easy listening rock music mm -hmm. <laughs> so on dreamworks dream to dream 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 dreamworks right because by the time clarity comes around i mean you're basically listening to an american football album and <laughs> it's not very interesting but a bunch of people like it not me and then they get into their radio friendly pop rock still pretty edgy with punk undertones of the, uh, the middle albums there, which still good stuff. It sounds like Adam, Adam, did you just turn on a rerun of our movie? <laughs> very similar, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah okay, that's a, that's so. a very similar trajectory. So yeah, it's very interesting. You know, Goo, Goo dolls again, like you mentioned, I probably have a lot more success both creatively and financially with, with their career. Um, probably. Jimmy world, you know they had their heyday back in the back in the aughts, but uh, 
Yeah. I still encourage everybody to give them a shot because you won't be disappointed that much. Do I mean you recommended a couple weeks ago to just start at Bleed American? Do you still recommend that? Uh, man, I think so. maybe just check out Clarity. Yeah, yeah it kind of gives an idea of what their old sound was like. Yeah, I think so. The first two albums are. I don't know. They're not. They're not too worth it because it's the other lead singer, Jim Adkins, didn't take over singing duties until Clarity. So it's like a completely different. I'm gonna different have to band. ask you to turn off the the Google Dolls <laughs> exactly. reviews, please. <laughs> Except that it wasn't the bass player that was right. uh, prior to this. <laughs> but yeah, if you want, like, just a really quick 37 minute, super fast, aggressive punk thing from 1994 then that's the first album right there and then it's basically like like a very weezer-esque kind of mid-90s switch by album two and then clarity is just like i don't know what they were going for here but at least the band had a good time doing this album <laughs> but not for me because so yeah. basically they said they knew that capital didn't give a crap what they did so it, it allowed them to experiment with a whole bunch of different stuff and they felt they became a much better band on that album and you know the the result isn't my favorite but some people really really like that album the, it, the shifting of genres with this band do you feel like it was natural i think so like you could definitely tell the punk the super duper aggressive punk of the first album was just kind of a placeholder it mm. was just like this, this is a bunch of like 18 year old kids who just learned how to play right. guitar and they just want to rock out and then like then they were like oh let's actually write some real music by the second album and there's some it's like a 50/50 album for that first one or that's for the second one static prevails and uh then clarity was just like let's just do what we want and take our time with it. And that's kind of what that album was. And then, yeah, bleed American is just like, all right, we're, we, we, we figured it out. Let's write some good pop rock songs and make a bunch of money and go on tours opening for green day. And we'll, we're going to be okay. That's their only album to go platinum. The only one really the only one. Yeah. Futures went gold. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. So yeah, I still recommend giving this band a shot for most people out there. He will not cool, be disappointed. Man. Yeah, my with my limited uh, exposure to Jimmy E World, you definitely got my uh, you definitely got me uh, interested to check out a, a few more of their albums. You said you only listened to Bleed American and Damage. Yes, and it's full. Okay. I, I've only heard like you know the singles off of Futures, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I, I want to say like I tried to check that out, but like for some reason I just couldn't. I don't remember why. But um, yeah, I, so I, I those are the only albums that I've listened to in full. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Futures is very good. Chase this, this light is very good. Invented is very good. Damage, as you know, is not so good. Integrity blue is very good. And, very uh, good, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens with this band. According to, to on a, yet, yet, yet another, yet another band under your, under your belt town. I just feel weird. Cause I listened to like Jim Atkins on lead singer syndrome. And this band doesn't have any, anything interesting about it. You know, like you, I could tell that there's things that this band went through that they don't talk about outwardly to their fans or the media, which I can kind of understand, but in turn, it makes them a very boring band 
to like do a deep dive into because you want to be be like, oh, hey, he had a drinking problem at some point. <laughs> but this is when he beat his wife. Yeah. Something, something interesting. And there's nothing interesting around their albums. It's just like when you when you read their Wikipedia stuff, it's just like, okay, they released this album and then they did a tour and it sold this amount and then everybody was happy and then they took a break <laughs> and then they recorded this album and they went on tour and everybody was happy and they took like it's just all the same thing. So and then even listening well, to I mean, the like, you're not writing a you're not writing a book about the band, you know? <laughs> you're just but, you're just checking out their music, man. I want to know a little bit more about things. And then even on Lee Singer Syndrome, <laughs> they literally talk about clarity and bleed american and that's like it for the entire hour well you gotta imagine <laughs> the people listening to that episode only really know this band mm-hmm. because of those two albums so that's all the people want to hear i guess so and it's like well they got a lot of other stuff to talk about and maybe just nothing interesting happened after bleed american <laughs> well let's get jim atkins let's get jim atkins on the line and we'll, we'll force him to talk about exactly the half of his career because then like shane told a story about like the jimmy world guys accidentally like coming onto like silverstein's bus at one point because they happened to be in the same place at the same time and shane was like oh that was so funny and jim was like yeah i was i was that was probably back when i was drinking i don't remember that <laughs> and it, like there's no other expansion of the story it's I know. You like, should, it's something you should probably elaborate on a little yeah. bit unless it's like too painful for him to talk about right <laughs> that's what i was wondering so like, there's just there's so much left to be interpreted from their lack of information <laughs> <laughs> oh well but like i said you're not writing a book on the man you're just checking out their music so. i guess not I guess I'll just pretend like I know nothing because <laughs> you know who else I want to talk about. Talk to me about it. Trash boat. <laughs> Trash boat. So again, you had no history with this band, right? Absolutely none. I might have heard like a couple of singles at the recommendation of some listeners, but okay. I have no exposure to this band at all. Okay. So were there two albums? Yes. So I talked about, Oh God, what was the name of their first one? Nothing, Nothing I, I write <laughs> can change what you've been through. It was a really good album and I liked it. I'm lot. sure it was. <laughs> so Crown Shyness from 2018. I would put it up there, not quite at the same level as whatever that first one was called. I can't remember again. Um, oh, do you want me to tell you what the name of the album is? <laughs> Nothing, I Nothing I write can tell you that i feel about you <laughs> so crown's shyness is uh, is definitely a good step in kind of a more uh, i don't know how to put it i guess just a, a different direction um it's still kind of thrashy um maybe with with some more i guess radio friendly ish kind of stuff in there um it's just, it's pretty solid all the way through. I, I, I can't say that it's like the greatest thing I've ever heard, but I gave it a seven out of 10. That's pretty and good score. Yeah. For, you know, 35, 37 minute album, you know, it's, it's, you're going to enjoy it. And I'd say there's a track on here called Old Soul, track four, which is definitely the standout track. But uh, yeah, th- this this band seems to, seems to be uh, making a name for themselves and they're on my radar. I'm hoping they have something new this year or oh, surprise the first one was 2016 and yes. this one was 2018 yeah i'm sure yeah. a new album is just right around the corner i hope so um but i feel like this they're a band that can that will have the potential to stay to get stale 
with their coming albums. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I guess I'll wait to determine that. What makes um, you say that? Do you think the songs are just kind of a little samey or? I just, there, there wasn't too much of a progression from album one to album two. And it just gives you that vibe of like, I feel like this band might just continue making the same album over and over again to uh, lesser good degrees. So okay. that's just where I feel now at, you know, they're only at album two. What can, what can you say? They're, they're barely getting started here. Yeah. Give them a chance to surprise you. Yeah. So, but I recommend them. It's a, it's a quick listen. Um, but Mike carousel Kings, these, these hip hoppers, there's nothing hip hop about them. <laughs> <laughs> that name just like invokes like, like, like kind of like, cholo culture you know I, <laughs> when i hear carousel kings i think like right. like low riders and like saggy like and, and like saggy dickies you're thinking, like of, bandanas. you're thinking of that mall in san bernardino that had the carousel, carousel in it? mall yeah. right that abandoned carousel mall <laughs> and the kings of san bernardino that would frequent that mall ah, um, <laughs> that's where it is yes but no carousel but anyway. kings is an american pop punk band from lancaster lancaster pennsylvania <laughs> And you know we've been we've been fans of Pennsylvania bands. Uh, there's 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 the Wonder Years, too. there's the the Menzingers, and I'm 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 just going to go out on a limb that this is uh, quickly becoming one of my favorite bands. Ooh. Um, so I know I, I I made fun of a slice of heaven last week because of their album art, <laughs> and it was still a fairly good album. I haven't gone back and listened to it since last so, week. Adam. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> um, but Unity, which I got here twenty fourteen, yeah, was the release of Unity, and I would just like to know where this band has been all my life. Oh, this is really, really good. I mean, th these guys are like pop punk, but they know how to play their instruments. Oh, and that is a that that's a that's quite the compliment for a twenty fourteen pop punk band Is there any other pop punk band like, like you just described that knows how to play their instruments that you would um, <laughs> that you would describe or compare them to like wonder years like a later wonder years maybe? I, I i know i i said last week it sounded like chunk and mm. ronnie radke which doesn't make it sound very good at all but <laughs> that's an but, awful description. Yes. I know. Don't tell people that, please. It's like I'm sitting here all week trying to think what this reminds me of, and I'm like, I'm hearing uh, just so many. Like there, there's some Tom DeLong Blink 182 vibes I get in here. Um, yeah, Tom DeLong knows how to play guitar. Yes, he's a very talented guitarist. I, but their their ability to change tempos, their the dynamics that they throw in here, the the hookiness of the guitar. Um, you know, like uh, you could definitely say this is they're they're trying to do a a day to remember thing, but I think this is much better than a day to remember. Are they um, kind of easy core? Yes, oh. Unity definitely has heavier elements than Charm City, um, but it's not whiny. I guess that's okay. a good way of putting it. It's not I whiny. Mean, I mean, whenever I hear a pop punk band and I hear the whininess of the lead singer, it definitely like, especially at the age I am now with as much music as I've been exposed to in my life, that's a definite turnoff right. at this point in my life. Right now, as I was, I took two days off from listening to unity and charm city and then went back and listened to them yesterday. And I was having such a good time 
after just taking that little break. And I was just like, I'm, I'm putting this, I'm very, very close to putting this band at, at man overboard status. Whoa. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Man over. Oh wait, no, but they're, they're heavier. Definitely heavier than man overboard, but the hooks are right on par. Okay, dude. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling this like really hardcore. There is a track on unity called chainsaw that when you listen to it, you'll be like, this is the most pop punk 2014 (laughs) song. And, but the hook in the chorus is so good. (laughs) Like, and that you just can't, you, you, you can't deny that. And so like unity definitely has the stronger songs like chainsaw and the track right after that silence are, are like incredible songs. And then it hits a little lull like for nine, 10 and 11, and then uh it, it like this this band knows how to write a closer like their their closers are really hooky and they feel like closers so i mean this is this band is really doing things right so mm. far it kind of sounds like they write music specifically for you <laughs> it almost That's feels that way um but yeah, yeah i mean you, you have sold me i am going to be checking out this band this i I, I don't want to overhype them like i've been trying to think of how i'm going to explain this to you Adam, all week because them. <laughs> i'm listening to them like i'm really liking this but how do i describe how i'm liking this <laughs> to somebody who's never heard them and to not make him listen to it and be like, Oh, that was, that was fine. I don't know why you like him so much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like chainsaw and silence are like really, really good. I'm like, where has this band been? Um, Apparently they've been very underground. They've been in Pennsylvania, dude. I guess so. Um, And then charm city, I I think is, is, is special. There is a speciality with this album. Um, that I kept on trying to to pick at the flaws <laughs> to try to tear it down, but it just it wouldn't happen. Um, I really like the album art of yes. Charm City. That is a beautiful album art. So I'm not going to say that the tracks on here are as good as those really good tracks on Unity, but the consistency of the above average songs are definitely there. I think like I I, I hesitate to give this album a 12 out of 13. Um, but right now that's where I stand. Well, that a 13, Adam, you, I, motherfucker. sorry for anybody who listens to this band and says, Adam's full of shit. I'll apologize now, but this, <laughs> these two albums, like just hit me right at the right time where I'm nice, just like, dude. not what I was expecting. Um, yeah, the I only know, track our life, you know, hasn't really, you know, pop punk bands, especially the great ones are kind of few and far between in our life, you know? So it's, it's when, when a good one comes along, man, like, like I, I want to hear it. I think this would be, that this would be a good step in the right direction. So I just got to, cool. I got to thank Zach for talking about this so much on the awesome mix, mix podcast and just cool, being cool, like, cool. I don't need to listen to that band. I don't need to listen to that band. I don't need to listen to that band. And then their top 100s. I, I think he had at least two of their albums on his list. Mm. So uh, just, it gave me that little nudge I needed. Sounds like you're going to one up them and put like three of their albums on your list. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there's some really cool experimental stuff that they do on charm city. And like, you just, when you really start to let it sink in and you get into the dynamics that are going on between all of the, all of the elements with the music, it's like, this isn't just your normal 
pop punk band. There's some really good dynamic stuff that is that is put into this. Uh, so. You got my imagination like going all <laughs> over the place now. And I'm really excited to check this band out. So I hope because for you, how many listens does it take to get a full like feel for a band? Because for me, it obviously it, it, takes it seven to eight. <laughs> yeah, for you, it's like a whole week. So it depends. For me, it depends on the album. Like yeah. sometimes an album can click with me like right away, and I'm like, this is going to be one of the best albums I've ever heard in my fucking life. And I'm like. 12 out of 13 tracks into it, right so <laughs> right but, but, but sometimes it takes a little while like 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 uh notoriously december underground that took oh, a couple years right. um right. but uh yeah some so for some albums it's instant sometimes it's sometimes it's like well most recently um uh fuck the, the last menzingers the, la- the last menzingers album oh, hello that exile, took a little yeah hello exile that took a little longer than right. i care to admit that for it to fully click right but but that um, was coming off of some some very overly hypedness of the previous yeah. album but for after the party like with even with the fault of that album like oh, it yeah. clicked right away so cool. it depends so i'm listening to plus ultra which came out in 2019 and i'm you know feeling the reference to? no i don't have you ever heard of the anime my hero academia no it's i mean I, daughter, I know i know a lot of anime stuff so i, mean, I know remember you're, the, that. you're the you're the resident anime guy on this show <laughs> uh, stay tuned in a few minutes for an for adam anime reviews but uh, no plus ultra on um my hero academia is like their like battle cry like anytime they oh. want to like like hit hit a little bit harder like they, they shout plus ultra and then they <laughs> you know, they fight so well there you go i'm sure these guys so, are all like 26 years old or whatever i, so. I, I googled like <laughs> pictures of this band and uh-huh. this this band looks like they'd be fans of the sh- <laughs> the, the weeb shit that my daughter likes nice <laughs> i mean there there's a there there is a song on here called ghost which is like the chorus is just you're ghosting me oh, <laughs> like, wow. i don't think i'm gonna like that song very much but <laughs> adam i changed my mind i'm not gonna check that band anymore <laughs> so, but but <laughs> Again, this band can write a hook, and the closers, I, I, I'm really just like in shock. I feel like I haven't heard great closers on an album for quite some time. You know, mm. Brian Fallon knows how to do it, but but uh, I hadn't haven't heard it so much on on pop punk albums. But they 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 get their uh, their shit together, and I'm I, I hope that you have the same experience as me. That's all I can hope because I'm I'm so well, like I hope so too. I don't <laughs> I'm, know. I'm expecting big things now. <laughs> I can only hope that, that that's just wait. Maybe you should put it off for like two more months and then give it a listen. When <laughs> no, my I'm going to listen to it now. The only thing, other thing that I got listened to is like Architects and the 55 albums that you told me to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> now 57 albums. Man. Now, it's, now, now it's what, 54 with these that's four... Uh, uh, Carousel Kings albums. Oh my god! Well, uh, I have to go back and listen to Slice of Heaven because I, I, I know that album is not as good as as the other, the next two, uh, became. So <laughs> you might not be too overly impressed by that one. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I still remember your thoughts about it on uh, what was the last week's episode? I think it was right. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just sounded like there you were going in a trajectory of like, oh, this is just another pretty decent pop punk mm-hmm. band but yeah for you to gush this gush. week about three of their albums three of their most recent albums my goodness i'm super excited and, and you can sense the reservation in my voice because i'm like i'm putting this out there as other people may experience it and i just don't know if other people will have the same feeling about this. your results may vary is that what you're trying to say because i mean you, you know when the awesome mix podcast like me and zach's uh musical tastes are 
not always on the same spectrum. They're like the vastly that, different. Yeah. So that's why I was really not expecting this. So I'm in the I mean, Venn diagram of you and Zach, like your <laughs> like your your butts are barely touching. We both like, enjoy the the uh, life cycles by Word Alive. Um, <laughs> nobody else. I know it's one of your favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nobody else seems to like that album except him and me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know if this band will be a similar kind of thing, um, but we'll just. I, I, I look forward to hear your uh, your feeling about it. <laughs> well, I'm very very excited to to check out that band. It sounds like you know you're you're. It sounds like you're fangirling out really hard on him. So I'm trying to take his uh, lead and and jump into this Icy Stars band, which is another one of his favorites. It's um, one of listener Daniel's favorite bands too. Um, more of like in a in a nostalgic sort of sense, like you okay. know they they were very they they kind of picked up that that electronic uh, core sound of the of the teens mm-hmm. and um, and they had a lot of success for it. For for me, I checked out. Um, like a few of their stuff, they were very big in the um, punk goes pop uh, world. They they had a, they had a few singles and collaborations with with, uh, with those with those projects. And uh, back in 2016, they had their new album Treehouse, which I checked out and I really enjoyed it. I, I want to, if I remember correctly, I believe that was one of my honorable mentions that that mm, that year okay. too. So to look at your list, but yeah, mm-hmm. I know that's that's their final album because they haven't done anything since then. Well, they have a new album coming out, twenty twenty one. Actually, they they oh took a they took a they took a hiatus, and I believe last year they got back together and uh, and with the intention to write a new album. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe the new one's coming up soon. I think their their lead singer did like a solo thing that just came out last year as well. Oh, okay. So yeah, his name's Devin. The whitest Brent and Devin. Oh God, I hate this so fucking much. <laughs> so uh, the, I, I'm not like going too crazy about the first three albums so far, but I'll have more to say next week. Um, and then I'm starting my my era journey as era? well, getting getting ready for their new release in March. Which so. era? Like the like the grunge era, the, <laughs> the glam rock era. Like you um, got to be more specific here. The one where you put on an album and they just scream at you for 40 minutes and then you turn it off and you're like, I don't think I like that very much. Oh, you but- mean the modern day scene era. Okay, <laughs> I get it. So their first album, <laughs> Impulse, I'm not uh, feeling too wonderful about so far, but I'll, I'll mm-hmm. let you know next week. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you're, you're, you're kind of, right now you're catching up on bands that are potentially going to be releasing new albums in 2021. That's really cool. That was a big scream in the background. No. <laughs> I think she said the, the baby got soap in her eye. So, uh, <laughs> oh, does that mean you have to go at him? <laughs> well, there shouldn't be any uh, blindings going on. It's just regular soap. <laughs> oh, okay, that was good. It's 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 that special no tears soap that has like a still little bit of tears. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> I should also uh, bring up here that uh, last week's episode. Every time we talk about the draft, we forget to men- we forget to mention at least one thing. Last year we forgot to mention our stakes. Uh, this year. We forgot to mention that if you, the listener, participate in our draft, we got one listener who, who sent in his list already. Uh, if you, if, if the winner of said draft again by getting the most points over in the iTunes um, user reviews, uh, tune into last week's episode for full details. The winner will be sent a vinyl. We will we will mail you a vinyl uh, from the 2021 
of any album that you want from 2021. So yes, uh, let's keep that in mind for our for our listeners. And and, and again, we only got one, uh, so I hope it's not one for the whole year because wow, who's gonna win the 2021 <laughs> draft? But uh, yeah, so please tune in your please turn in your lists, and you can do those and you can do those on uh, lots of avenues. Actually, you can do over on Facebook facebook.com slash skinny with mike and adam you can talk to me over on instagram at mike wears prada you can email us over at the skinny with mike and adam at gmail.com and if you look in the description of this episode you can check out you can join the our discord invite which one lucky listener very much did live on this show man real time. I, I don't i don't know if he i don't know if he listens to it he's probably not a fan he no. probably doesn't like the host especially that that best songs of 2020 like who would listen to that? Who would I know I won't. I won't. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, according to IC Stars Wikipedia, it says, as of November 2020, the band had not discussed the release of any new music. And not. Period. That's the last Ew. thing on Wikipedia. Oh. So, well, okay. shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to hear this Treehouse album. Dreamhouse. Was it Treehouse or Dreamhouse? Treehouse. Treehouse. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the electronic core elements are very interesting. 2009. They were still in high school when that album came out. Their first oh one. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> fucking kill me. Uh, wasted my life. Anyway. Oh, and yeah, so Discord. Uh, yeah, so again, again, I, I, I want to re- reiterate. We want to, we want, we want our listeners, we want our listeners to participate in our 21, 2021 draft. I can't speak at all today, but uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode for my co-host Adam. I am your co-host Mike. And like we say every week on the skinny with Mike and Adam. Um, don't worry about getting your vaccine. There's no way to do it. <laughs> There's none left. They're all gone. Adam they took them, them all. They gave them all to the politicians and, and old people. They gave them all to the politicians who were denying COVID existed. No, I, fucking hate this country sometimes. (laughs) Bye, everyone!